Hello and happy Tuesday, my friends. This is Danielle Carter, and I'd like to welcome you back to another informative episode of Cisco Champion Radio, where we provide insights and visibility into our products and solutions across the Cisco portfolio and trending topics across our industry. If you like our podcast, please follow us and feel free to share your favorite episodes with your colleagues and friends. If you have thoughts or comments on what we should cover in a future episode, let us know. Talk with us on Twitter at Cisco Champion. Today, we are discussing WebEx calling. We have our champions and a Cisco expert who will be leading the conversation. So let's get started with introductions. Billy, let's start with you. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Um, so I'm Billy Zellers. I am based in the Eastern US and work for a Cisco partner. I have for about 10 years now, and uh, my practice focuses more on SD-WAN, route switch, things like that, but uh, I've, I've got a little interesting collaboration too, so I'm really excited for this one. Great, we're excited to have you. Sibirin, you're up next, what do you do? My, my, my name is Sibirin Beukerkamp, uh, owner of Three Corners, and we are located in the Netherlands. Uh, and as Three Corners, we primarily focus on the Cisco collaboration and WebEx portfolio and supporting uh, large customers in the Netherlands uh, to introduce WebEx in general. My Twitter handle is at Sibirin B. Follow him. <laughs> okay, Amir, how about you? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, um, my name is Amr Nasher, and I'm Managing Director and Founder for Cisco Partner called uh, Tawassul, based in Saudi Arabia, which focuses more on collaboration solution from Cisco. And uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Amr underscore Nasher, and this is my seventh year as Cisco Champions. Ooh, he's an OG, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's special. <laughs> yes. Okay, Elena, thank you so much for joining us. This is your first podcast. This is your first Cisco Champion Radio. So please tell us who you are and what you do. Danielle, um, I am a newbie compared to the rest of them. Um, so my name is Elena Pudge. I'm a collaboration specialist at a UK Cisco partner called RTGL. I've been in collaboration for about 20 <clears throat> years. I won't go exact number. Uh, starting with call manager three, I believe. Um, so call, yeah, calling collaboration, that's very much my field. So glad to be here. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. Okay, for our guests, so new. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us who you are and what you do at Cisco? Sure, uh, it's my pleasure uh, to be here today and uh, talk about calling. Uh, I, uh, my name is Sona Aurora. I am a director of uh, product management in our uh, calling business unit uh, within a collaboration uh, business unit. Um, so my team um, drives the, the business and the product uh, for our calling, uh, on-prem calling, uh, you know, and the cloud calling, which is, what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much again for joining us. So can you give us a little bit of background on today's topic to kind of kick us off? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we talk about a phone call. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, when I talk about phone call, uh, people sometimes, you know, think, yes, you know, of course I know what it is. Uh, but surprisingly also, you know, when we, and, you know, people think, oh, I can make a call. I can receive call, right? Everybody, everybody does that. Um, but surprisingly also within, uh, you know, our collaboration unit or even outside when I talk to people, you know, they say it's complex. Calling is complex. 
So it's it's kind of that like really, really interesting space, you know, where the concept, right? And it's like one of those things, it's very simple. It's about providing really high availability, high quality solution uh, to our customers uh, so that they can enable uh, their customers to make phone calls, right? And whether that is uh, a phone call uh, with a colleague within the company, or, but, or it's an external calls, uh, you know, calling somebody outside or handling all the incoming calls, right? I mean, just talk about like a business in healthcare or like a pharmacy. Somebody wants to reach somebody urgently, right? To talk about a particular drug about their loved one, right? Information that they cannot find anywhere. They wanna to talk to that expert, right? It's super, super critical that calling becomes super, super critical. So yeah, something as basic as, hey, you want to be able to reach the right person, you know, when you call, hear that voice, you know, get your query answered, right? So it starts off just from there. That's what like calling starts off, right? From, um, it's not new, right? Landlines way back, <laughs> you know, we start off history, you know, pick up a, pick up a handset and make a call. Uh, things evolved in 1990s, right? To avoid based application. Okay, we know Skype, right? Like, you know, hey, let's oh, yeah. talk to each other over Skype and the VoIP applications to now, uh, you know, the terminology that, you know, particular people talk about is, overall communication in the cloud, right? So unified communication as a service or collaboration. So calling also for Cisco, you know, when we talk about uh, calling, it's not purely just about the voice call, right? So it's also about extending it to beyond that, to making that um, a video call with the video endpoints and taking it even beyond further to uh, a meeting, right? So it's so the lines are blurring now with the, it's a UCAS, service so you you know when customers are looking at hey i want a calling platform that they're also looking at okay how are how are my employees right going to collaborate and talk to each other and how are my customers right going to reach the business uh, so it's literally again the calling it's 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 about that communication it's about um, having that ability you know for that urgent call right being able being able to reach um, each other so i, I think from a that's what the calling calling space is. I don't know if I can answer any questions, but now uh -huh. from Cisco calling, when we talk about Cisco calling, we got um, uh, many, many years of experience in this space. So we've built uh, our calling solution on top of our um, networking and security solutions. So with the uh, call, uh, with, with the uh, UCM, so Unified Communication Manager, it's uh, our on-premises solution that is available to our customers who want to have that span of control, manage the calling themselves. You know, many customers um, in certain segments, certain air-gapped like governments, right? Like the, who, who actually really value uh, the privacy, the, the security and, and their, the, the, the control that they want. And they use UCM. It's, it's, we have a largest market share um, in, in the industry um, across the across the world, you know, and from from UCM UCM side, uh, it, but it supports multitude of scenarios across different segments around healthcare, retail, um, government, name it, right? Uh, they're supported. Then uh, you know we talk about our cloud. You no, know, that's not it, right? There, um, 
everybody now talks about, I mean, this, you know, we, we, we are in 2023 and many, many customers now, it's not about, uh, oh, am I going to move to cloud? Many, 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 there are other customers uh, who don't have that stringent need, right? That span of control. They do want to, uh, reduce their operational expense and the investment in the hardware and having to do software updates, right? They can they actually want to go and take the solution to the cloud. So we provide uh, cloud calling uh, uh, from Cisco. It's WebEx calling um, and it comes in two flavors. Uh, there is the dedicated instance, uh, which is uh, you already got something running on-prem. You already have a lot of integrations. It's like easy lift. Uh, we just take the experience, you know, that works as is, you know, with the UCM, but we take that management uh, away from you on the hardware and it's in our cloud. Uh, so that's a one step, you know, that's an easy step for customers, you know, who just want the easily, you know, uh, get the benefit of at least offloading uh, their hardware. But then also the multi-tenant uh, option. Now, this is, this is our pure, uh, the cloud uh, which has been re-architected uh, to mm -hmm. support uh, the needs, growing needs over time uh, to work it, make sure that it leverages uh, the full <laughs> full value of our platform, all of the innovation, because, you know, we, we, we add uh, newer capabilities uh, from whether it's security, whether it's artificial intelligence, whether it's also ensuring that it works well with our collaboration platform. And that's on the multi-tenant side of things. So, uh, for many customers, that works. That works very, very well. Uh, and um, you know, we get we get them on that on on the multi-tenant platform for their calling solution. So that's at a okay. very high level in terms of our portfolio. Um, it is it is part of our WebEx uh, suite. Now, WebEx suite includes many workloads besides just calling, as I talked about. You know, uh, for you guys, it's important. It's not just about the voice. Uh, it's more than that. And uh, there are other workloads uh, that are available in, in terms of meetings, webinars, and, and more as part of WebEx Suite. Okay, uh, so let me take the first question here. When we sure. speak about cloud, um, I am based in, in the Middle East in, in Saudi Arabia. So uh, people, when they're thinking about cloud horning, they always rethink about the security of having everything in the cloud. They always think about because we don't have any WebEx node around our around our area. The nearest will be Europe, so they always think about the delay. How is the when they call someone or something? Is it uh, going to be um, the quality of the calls and all these things? Um, from regulatory perspective, how do you see that from market transition? Mm, that's that's a great question, Amir. Um, so we are investing um, very heavily as we talk about cloud and our expansion uh, across the world. And we're looking at the regulatory requirements <clears throat> at the regional level and uh, thinking about what would be the best solution that we that can work for our customers, given their requirements right around security, data sovereignty, data residency <clears throat> and, and more. Uh, uh, our in, uh, we, we are investing. Uh, Besides, currently, you know, we have solution with our on-prem that customers can continue to use, right, in, in these, these environments. Uh, but we are investing coming in, um, in, in in the future is also on our uh, sovereign SaaS uh, cloud. So <clears throat> part of that uh, includes um, uh, 
uh, uh, there's two parts the way we think about i think you talk about uh, hey there's a latency concern right from a cloud side yeah so assuming the, the other concerns are not there and if it's just about the latency uh, we do have uh, the media pops uh, you know that we can deploy at the regional levels uh, that ensures you know that media right stays within that region. So recently we had um, uh, uh, launched uh, a media pop in LATAM and, uh, and and South Korea. Those were our latest ones. And then mm -hmm. we have a roadmap of uh, uh, you know we look at the business opportunity, the customers and the market, that's something, you know, that's an easy lift, right, that we can do, we can actually set up like that media pop, right, for the latency. Now, take it beyond, like, it's not just about the media residency. Um, we do want to now keep everything, right, like within those boundaries of the country, and still it's again, you take it to the, the cloud. And this is where our sovereign SaaS cloud strategy, right, plays, uh, comes into play. And uh, uh, we are looking into how we can have those clouds right with the the boundaries you know mm -hmm. that could be at the very air gapped level or it could also be at the country level um probably a much more deeper topic right <laughs> that we should actually talk about just start mm -hmm. it, it's much much bigger than okay like how do we actually do um the the security the the residency and uh, support all the the different market needs Let's 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 jump in a bit a bit about the webex calling features mm -hmm. uh we see uh, um, to be honest, I I following the webex calling quite a long time already. Uh, I'm I'm even uh, on the on the from the Broadwork side. I'm also already uh, hooked up with uh, with the feature pack. And one of the features we were missing missing in webex calling was uh, contact center features, which are part of the webex the Broadwork portfolio. And now we see that introduced in webex calling with the term uh, a group management. Um, Personally, I really, really like the feature set uh, and also the features which are upcoming, but I also see a kind of an overlap uh, with WebEx Contact Center, also part of the WebEx portfolio. Um, I'm just wondering what can we expect? Uh, do we see more overlap uh, from a feature perspective or do we see a, a move more to the WebEx Contact Center uh, a feature set to make sure that, that, the, that the overlap is, is, is removed because we're going to move to so I'm just wondering where we are at and where we are going. Great question, Sibran. Um, I, I think let's let's spend a little bit of time, yeah, talking about um, the needs, the customer needs, the business needs, right, and how the evolution even has happened for many uh, such features, right, over time. Um, now, you know, we talked about um, those customer calls, right? Now, customer calls, telephony is like, a big fundamental component of like these these customer calls, and um, you know from Webex calling, and even in Broadworks, you mentioned Broadworks, right? Um, there there has always been uh, a certain set of capabilities that customers have had around handling you know those large calls, and in past traditionally many people actually did use those capabilities like uh, call queues and hunt groups. To set up call centers, right? Like, I mean, I know we talk. You talk about contact center, but call center, right? Like, that's where the the evolution has happened from the call centers, and uh, sure. so those those call centers, um, the, uh, the the capabilities, uh, you know, if if you suddenly you're gonna get like large incoming influx of calls, there was always an easy way. Hey, let me go set up that hunt group, right? Then add another person 
because to to that um, uh, you know number of like sort of so so and so called I mean, they're not your agents contact center agents but these people you know uh, who do need to handle right critical uh, call volume right that comes in and it could happen in any sort of business right uh, some calamity happens and suddenly the calls um, around um, nurses who need to actually be mm -hmm. deployed right to handle that like large volume so this is not your traditional just hey contact center uh solutions right so so i think i think just from a call center like there have been these capabilities now for webex calling we have hunt groups you know we have call queues and then last year when we released a uh, group call management so group call management actually expanded uh, the capabilities of call queues to add very basic skills-based routing. Uh, there was uh, you know, very easy management, right? So you could actually say, hey, who are my team members in a particular call queue? You could set all the different policies, right? Around scheduling and uh, sure. set the night well, service and the holiday you're, service. You're calling it basic, but the feature set is pretty, pretty good for a, a standard call queue uh, because it also has a supervisor function. So it's it's not a regular call queue. You can do way more than just exactly. Yeah. So, that, as a so team, it's very powerful. You know, it's, yeah, you can add. Uh, you know, when you're setting up those call queues. By the way, this it is. Uh, you know, again, I talk to a lot of customers, right? And one of the things that really, really love is, hey, I can easily. Wow, I can just set it up in five minutes. I, I mean, like literally, you can go in the control hub. By the way, control hub is the that that single pane of glass, the management that we provide in WebEx Suite, but also used, uh, you know, for calling as well. Uh, you know, whether that's, um, uh, you, you know, for the, the DI or, or uh, for the multi-tenant. Now, in Control Hub, part of it is, right, you have set up your phone numbers, you have set up your users, you know, you have set up basic rules around routing, who, how they should answer calls, not calls, what is their phone number, right? Uh, but the, the other thing is, hey, I want to handle, right, like this quick scenario of something has happened and I want to set something up. Five minutes, right? It takes, you set up a call queue, you, you add the, the, uh, the, the, the users, right, the employees actually who need to be part of that. You can designate somebody as, a, like what Severin, you mentioned, like a supervisor, uh, or, or a team manager, right? Who can who can take uh, 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 help, coach, right? Those team sure. members, yeah. Yeah. right? And um, uh, literally, voila, like it's set up, right? And then uh, we also provide the capabilities, rich, rich capabilities um, in in Control Hub around the analytics. So it's in the analytics around how many people are. Uh, uh, calling those numbers, right? How many people are still on hold because you still may not have the right number of people answering those, uh, you know, how many people actually like left because they were so frustrated, right? So like abandoned call, right? Sure. It's, it's a big one. So the analytics is actually really, really important, really critical. And we, we have um, a very rich call queue analytics, the agent analytics, uh, available directly in Control Hub um, for-, for, for yeah, because, well, because when I, I've also have uh, quite a lot of customers using still on-prem UCM uh, together with UCCX mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to do just these basic call queuing. They can just move right away to WebEx calling and just utilize uh, the group management feature. They are they're good to go. It's it's yeah, yeah. so easy to set up and it's already so feature rich. Uh, you can just skip the UCCX part right away and move to WebEx calling. So that's that's 
really awesome. Yeah, and, and that's something we found huge for our customers too. Just to to expand on that a little bit is, you know, as a partner, we would have customers come to us five years ago, and and they might say, uh, we want some of these features. We want skill based routing, or we want um, announcements in our call queues to say five minutes uh, till you get an agent. And and it's it's not that we would. Uh, we would laugh at that request, but we, we would kind of say, look, that's going to take a huge amount of, of infrastructure just to do those things that seem so small. And I really think it can't be understated that some of those features are literally a checkbox in Control Hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and let me, I do want to answer Sabrina's rest part of the question on the contact center as well, and yeah. like how do you see yeah. it coming together? Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to start off by saying, hey, look, there there is a need enough in a telephony platform and a calling platform for people actually to set up, right? These, these quick things, and these that's why some of these features, you know, that they exist in that platform. But the benefit, right, another benefit, these are, you know, these are your employees, these are people, they're handling these calls, I want to differentiate them from they're not your contact center agents who have been trained very, very specifically to handle very special customer situations in any pla- uh, on, on any channel, sure. right? Like it could be email or somebody could be coming to social media, WhatsApp, Facebook. And so the contact center set of capabilities are much, much richer and very, very helpful uh, uh, for to, to get the agents and supervisors more productive for those you know, contact centers, like that's what, like that, that you set up those groups, you know, that's, and every company has a need, whether it's a very, very basic contact center with maybe voice only, you know, that could have been just a call center to the evolution, right? Which goes into, hey, I can really provide a great customer experience, right? Um, uh, to, to to my customers. And uh, so, so, so I think that's why we have WebEx contact center mm-hmm. and we have yeah, WebEx calling in, right? Yeah. Some of the capabilities. Uh, and the other thing, I, I do want to touch base with the WebEx scaling, the, you know, thing, thing that uh, the endpoints, right, that are supported, the flexibility that's available to these users, right? We, we want to make sure, again, I want to differ, these are not your agents, these are your employees, they have other jobs, they're busy doing things, you know, that, they're, that they want, they're best at, right? So you don't want to have something that's very complex, right? You, you want to get that call, you want to get that high quality call, and it should just work. So we, we support uh, handling those calls. So it doesn't matter, even if you're in that call queue when the routing happens, it, to all your endpoints. You know, whatever sure. endpoints you have set up for the users, right? In the control hub, as an administrator, you can say, you know what, they need to be only on a, a sort of a soft client. And for our soft client, we have WebEx app. WebEx app is the calling endpoint. It is available on the desktop. It's available on the mobile device, iOS and Android. Uh, so you could set that up, um, you know, and then um, uh, for the people who, you know, prefer certain headsets or, you know, our Cisco devices, we have a great rich set of portfolio of devices all the way from very ruggedized, right, phones. So that could, that are, again, um, needed, right, and certain maybe you're in construction and, like, you don't want that phone to just drop off yeah. and you want to answer that call, right? So you can take that on that device, right? So, and one, one of the key features I also like that uh, in WebEx Connect, you can also just natively hook up your mobile phone or any other phone within the same call, even with group management. So if you're not behind your, behind your desk or behind your whatever uh, uh, app, you can also uh, uh, allow landing that same call to any any phone. 
So yeah, right. and so, so part of that, uh, you know, we talk about devices. The other thing is, you, you know, all these people nowadays carry cell phones, right? And uh, um, many times, you know, I just, if I'm doing very basic, uh, um, I might be working in the field and I do want to make sure that I don't miss that call. You know, there is there is a bit more sometimes involved in, hey, I've got to have set up like an app on the mobile device. We have even gone further and provided even more flexibility by partnering with our mobile network operators and launched uh, a year and a half ago, a service, it's called WebExco. So WebExco, you know, also provides that very easy way to set up uh, calling uh, um, on, on your personal mobile device. It's an eSIM based solution. It again connects to a carrier grade network, right? So again, you don't need a Wi-Fi. So, you know, you could be out and about, you could be in an environment where you don't have a good signal, but if you have the, uh, you know, a good, good carrier grade, you know, mobile mm -hmm. network and without even uh, necessarily needing any app that, that, you know, you get the experience of getting the calls just on your native, like native device, right? So you never miss that important call especially if you are part of right, that call queue that was set up to handle, handle yeah, calls. Yeah. You know? We're mentioning WebExco, but WebExco is not available in every country yet, right? It is not. Uh, no. So WebExco uh, is available in the US today and the UK. Uh, we are um, working uh, with, the, uh, depending on the different country regulations, uh, we are actually working with various mobile <laughs> it is in the roadmap. Yes, <laughs> it is. Good, good, good. <laughs> it is. So yeah, we work. We work, We are uh, 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 working. Working with the mobile network operators and uh, to expand our coverage uh, for this this service uh, throughout the world. Uh, EMEA is EMEA Canada. Um, APAC. Those are some of our next next set of uh, uh, priorities. So you'll see. You know, we'll be enabling more and more countries. Uh, based on the the business needs is where you know we're going to be launching. Uh, speaking launching of uh, speaking of is it is it really that? I mean, do you see the move for it? Is it really that uh, big? I mean, people really dump the application and then move to Webex Go. It's it, it, so it's interesting. Um, there isn't. I, I think it's very new still. Even, you know, it, it's nascent in, a, in the, it, even the concept, you know, and, and like many times people ask, hey, we had fixed mobile convergence. I could have like routed this and why didn't it work? You know, why is, why is the time now for this, right? Like than before. I mean, you see um, this overall, the trend, right, of mobile devices as I talked about is, is an important one from a calling. Uh, We've talked to also various different analysts and analysts have told us, and, and they've talked to a lot of customers, right? There, there, is a, there is a bit more heavy, like the experience wise, you having to, when you talk about calling, remember I started with, hey, it's so basic, but it can also be complex. There is complexity, there is friction still involved, especially when you come get to on a mobile device and having to do, that doesn't mean, I mean, we work on the WebEx app experience, with making it simpler and simpler, but still having to, you already have a phone call, you have a dialer right there, but having to go somewhere else, it's like that extra two, three steps, right? There still adds some friction, right? Yeah. In that experience. Yeah. So, so, you know, 
the, the, overall, I tell you, like from a when we talk to people, you know, about the concept, and this is our enterprise customers, right? And we say, hey, yes, you can use this device, right, as that calling device. The there there are few, you know, it's like the concept wise, yes, oh, of course we want it, but I think I think there's still companies that were when we launched this a year and a half ago and we talked about, right, hey, you can bring your own device. A lot of this gets tied behind companies' BYOD, right, policies. Like, mm-hmm. what are their management policies that they allow for the employees? So I think I think that itself is evolving, right, as that part evolves. And then our technologies, right, across, I mean, whether it's ours or our competitors, right, we're all, there's investments, right, that are being made in this space and, um, like it, it comes together from, from from adoption standpoint. So we're seeing the uptake, but I would say it is it is slower because of some of these challenges, right? That we talk about, and and here's why. This is why one of the other things, given some of these these the uh, we, we talked about here, this was stuck behind BYOD. Um, you know, Sibran, you talked about it's not available some everywhere. So for many of our my customers, you know, particularly when I talk to yes, they're large MNOs and they do want before they can actually go and start deploying them. Yeah, what about my employees here, right? In this country, is when it's exactly. going to be available, yeah. right? So that's part. So we're working on that as well. But then thirdly, like we just at the Cisco Live uh, this year, uh, we also announced now our deeper partnership uh, with the AT&T to allow actually making your mobile device, getting like mobile plans. So your corporate sponsored devices, you know, that phone number, uh, instead of having like a separate phone number as a second line, you know, your mo- the phone number and the plan that you get from your carrier can be your WebEx calling phone number as well, right? So, so this way, it's not about, right? This is a corporate, it's a corporate device. It's that phone number. It's, it's, it's that less friction, right? We talked about with mm-hmm. the PIA, BYOD. So, so with, with, with this, it, again, it, our customers uh, who, who actually have talked about, hey, yeah, it's not about, I don't want to have to carry two devices, right? Like one for my business and one for my personal. Uh, but like, if you don't want this on you, still you want to keep that, you know, personal device completely separate, don't want to add a second line, you just go with and uh, make your the work number we give you. This is it. That is your device. Maybe so. So it what you're saying is that WebEx Go allows you to make sure you have a good experience and presenting your your landline number more or less, so your fixed phone number, and that the AT and T proposition kind of doesn't really care anymore regarding your landline number. Just exactly. You already have a number. That's your mobile phone number. Exactly. Let's, yeah. let's just use that one instead of your landline number and, and, and hook that up within WebEx calling. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, the, that's a different, the main difference between the two. That, that those are the main, yeah, uh, you, you got it, right? Like it's, it's the, the, see, right. Uh, the, the two other differences, right? When you look at. When you have your personal device, you have your you're paying, you know, your carrier, uh, you have a mobile plan, right, with them, but you also have a your personal phone number. You're adding that landline, right, phone number as a second line on the on the phone device. Uh, with the with, with the deeper what we call like WebEx Go uh, with AT&T, that is your primary, like the mobile number you get is your WebEx number. Now, what that means is. You have that phone, somebody calls you the, on, on that phone, 
um, your colleagues will know that you're on a phone because because the presence gets replicated, right? Because okay, it is cool. going through our cloud. So, uh, you know, it, 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 that's there. Uh, anybody who leaves a voicemail, right? You can access that voicemail from WebEx app as well, right? Because it is now... Uh, um, it's co fully covered through your company compliance policies, right? And um, um, so, so uh, the calls can be recorded as well. Like if you have set, on, set up certain policies uh, for calls, uh, that's, these calls should always be recorded because you want to manage them. Uh, yeah, you can set them up across, whether, whether that's a WebEx go as a second line, right? Or even as a primary line that, that can be set up. So all of your compliance and security policies, they apply across both, both type of solutions. We could just go back a little bit to the topic earlier when we were talking about the group call management and you mentioned analytics. Um, obviously, since WebEx calling has come out, analytics have, well, kind of moved on leaps and bounds from sort of the early versions. And there's a lot more in there, starting with the group call management analytics that we're getting now to actually now we're getting media quality reports on the calls, which has been brilliant. Um, I was just wondering if there is anything exciting on the roadmap on your sort of on, on your mind as to um, any more improvements or enhancements into that. Yeah, um, thank you for asking that question, Anna, because I, I, analytics and um, whether that's you know getting visibility into overall engagement, um, how you know your employees are calling and the you know the amount num number of calls they're answering where they're answering from it's the or to actual getting reliability the troubleshooting it's super super critical uh for literally all the customers that i talk to like it's it's comes up as like you know always like i think if not one first or second concern is like how do i manage and monitor and get the right set of visibility right into the calls and particularly on the quality of the call, right? And especially when it's in the cloud, because I'm not managing it, right? You tell me, how are you giving me, right, in the cloud? So uh, we, in the last year and a half, we invested heavily, like you already called out in our analytics space. So if you go uh, for the calling analytics in Control Hub, under the calling analytics, um, you can look at um, um, all of the calls that are going on, um, you know, within within the enterprise. To you can then start drilling deeper, actually, into all those type of calls. To um, whether the calls were uh, taken on a particular device or on the app, uh, whether the calls were actually done in the location, like at the offices, or whether it was from home, even to the which ISPs, right? Like, okay, these calls actually went through the ISPs. You name it like so you can actually go in and it shows you like the jitter and the, the the poor quality good quality calls all of these metrics right available in a very easy sort of consumable way in control hub but also the apis it's important i just want to call out for you know for people actually who do want to build on top of and provide much richer analytics experience we do provide apis and some of the partners actually have actually used those apis to provide much richer analytics applications right uh, uh, for for our customers uh, but but getting into deeper out of the box in control hub if you get to the poor quality you can actually see which users are having those poor quality calls to go into then troubleshooting tool so we do actually have a troubleshooting tool uh, you know, uh, uh, between that shows the two calls and literally you can then again deep dive into 
each each of the call to find out where the issue might have been right for that call and we're not ending there um, i mean this is all is available right now we even um, recently launched some additional insights so it actually give you further insights into what uh, uh, through the administrator who's looking at those analytics and troubleshooting to see what the issue might be uh, but we want to continue to invest more we're hearing we're listening to our customers and see what else we can actually give them uh, one of the other things uh, that, that has been coming up is the thousand eyes integration i mean as part of the yeah. cisco portfolio yeah so thousand eyes is already available for meetings and um, we it, it, we also have deployed thousand eyes uh, into our webex calling uh, data centers but as some of our in a roadmap item we will be expanding the the troubleshooting capabilities of calling that are already available in control hub to now even dig further deep and provide those insights from thousand eyes as well so that helps you know the administrators troubleshoot isolate uh, the issues that could be happening right between two and the, the calls uh, the, uh, and Alan, I think the other thing um, uh, I, I know people generally also ask is what about the the UCM right analytics as well. So just wanted to um, mention that the Control Hub um, what, uh, with with the cloud connected UCM uh, that's like another area where uh, we have already provided good set of analytics. So you get those analytics now in the cloud uh, for your on prem deployment as well. And um, uh, going forward, we'll, we will be adding um, additional analytics such as Hunt Group analytics. Uh, some of the things you know that are that are not there, you know, we'll, we'll be making them available further as well. Control Hub. It's really good to hear about the Hunt Groups. If I'm honest, that's been requested. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, yeah, so so true. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> yeah. one question I had. Uh, we talked a, a little bit ago about the the various endpoint options. We've got the soft client. We've got WebEx Go. We've got desk phones. Uh, how does this fit in for companies that are using something like Microsoft Teams uh, or Google as their primary platform? Good question. Uh, so, so one of the premises uh, for us, you know, when we are looking at our cloud calling calling platform, we do want to give uh, flexibility. I remember I mentioned the, the people who are doing calling. We don't want to make it complicated for them to actually make an answer calls, right? They are using other tools. So it's actually important for us uh, to meet them where they are and provide the right set of experience that they want in the tool that they want. Uh, so starting off with the, you asked uh, Microsoft Teams, uh, we have uh, launched um, uh, an experience that's, uh, it, it's called WebEx Calling in Microsoft Teams. It's built using the Microsoft Teams UI extensibility uh, framework. So people who are spending a lot of time in the Microsoft Teams app and want to be able to uh, still get the right calls from the WebEx calling platform, uh, there there is a, uh, with with this with this enablement that admin can mm -hmm. configure in the control hub, the user will see uh, another tab that shows up in the left nav nav bar of Microsoft Teams. And from there, uh, they can get all the calling capabilities, you, you know, ability to make like search for a user and make a call to a dial pad, right? To be able to actually uh, make an outbound call, the incoming call that comes in, the toast comes up, you answer the call. Uh, 
when you answer that call, all the cloud uh, value that uh, WebEx Calling provides is available. So, for example, uh, WebEx Calling, you know, we have uh, one of the we have the, the actually the best uh, noise suppression capabilities, uh, and uh, you know that call. You know, you can actually suppress not only your noise, but also the noise from the remote callers, like the, the PSTN callers, if, yeah. if the call is coming externally, right? So you can actually control that call. So all of this, so it doesn't matter, even if you're in Teams, in the Teams, you get that experience, you get that surface area uh, where you can go and manage your calls and then still be able to uh, do do all, all the basic capabilities, you know, that you expect. You can go see the call history, you can uh, get the voicemail. Uh, this is an, also an area we're listening to our customers, and I want to give them more and more, depending on uh, uh, their users. Uh, so we are um, there, there. There's a roadmap set of items around ensuring that we can also uh, give an easy experience for heavy calling users, because many heavy calling users they they have sometimes shared lines. You know, they they're they're, they're they 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 want to uh, they're answering calls for their boss, for example, or they're for the team groups. They want visibility into. Uh, whether did they answer a call or not, or is somebody else's phone ringing? Should I just pick that phone up? So there's all these additional capabilities that heavy power users of calling, uh, you know, need. So for them, uh, we want an easy way, even for Microsoft Teams, to be able to configure like a, a, a phone widget. So you can easily, you know, ha always have that available. So even if you are in Microsoft Teams or, or working through on the desktop, doing something else, that that part you can have, it's a very small surface area widget, you know, that you can pin it, dock it on your desktop yeah, and so have a visibility on those are, calls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. and then we also, yeah. I feel that we, we would like to have another separate episode about interoperability. <laughs> <laughs> no, great, exactly, Amra, yeah. I think there's a lot, lot in here. Uh, we have we have actually WebEx calling available also for Google Chrome as an extension. So the very easy experience, people love it, who have used it. Uh, you know, they, they can, uh, you know, if you're working in Google Workspace, just, you know, have that WebEx call button, right, show up directly in the browser or on your Google Chromebook, right, and, and still be able to, yeah, make receive calls there. Um, but not, not only that, um, I, I do want to say, like, I think we want to enable our customers, if that's not what they want, and they want to actually build their own experience, we have an SDK, right? We have APIs, and uh, we will be uh, launching also the SDK for the Android and uh, iPhone. So, particularly, you know, we talked about the mobile apps, right? And again, having to customer needs are sometimes so different, and if they want to build calling into the mobile applications, you know, that their employees use, right? Uh, that's something that can be done as well uh, by the customers. I think that's awesome to hear, um, just just hearing about the flexibility that's being offered with this, but then also, like, we're seeing the same thing with WebEx devices, which I'm sure is a, a whole another topic we could go mm -hmm. into, but mm -hmm. I, I just, I love the the collaboration, you know, the collaboration going on with collaboration as far as not, <laughs> um, not making one customer feel like just because they use Microsoft Teams, they can't take advantage of this too. So that's awesome. So no, I think we're on to our final question. So uh, just to leave us on the high, what would you say your top three priorities or sort of features that you're looking at for the next six to 12 months? Uh, great, yeah. So um, 
actually one of the things uh, I did want to talk about uh, while, while ending, I know we talked a lot about the customer experience. We talked a lot about like overall uh, experience, right? Of uh, the, the calling users across devices and the endpoints. Uh, we, you know, I talked about, AI. we got the flexible deployment models for the customers, whether that's on-prem, you know, the dedicated instance or the, or the empty. But, you know, this one, one topic, and it's very near and dear to my heart. And, and, and you know, we, we've invested in the last six months and that's survivability. I think I just wanted to make sure I do talk about and mention that because it is important for many, many customers. Uh, you know, going back to, you know, there, there is still, right, there are customers who are hesitant in, can I really trust, right, uh, taking my calling, uh, which is so critical, it's like almost like a power line, right? If I'm not, if somebody's not able to make a call, oh man, it's, it's, it's like a big incident. So can, how, how do I get the confidence, right? And this is why, you know, we talk about next six to 12 months, you know, what that number one priority, starting off with, yes, we have launched survivability, but to me, it's important, like we're hearing for our customers and giving them the tools, that confidence, right? The ability that they need to manage, right? And overall in the cloud. Uh, with survivability, uh, you know, we, we do have, um, we're using, you know, our Cisco iOS-based routers. So if you do have certain branches that do need the connectivity, you know, for, from uh, from the cloud, even if the cloud, for whatever reason, you know, we have a redundant cloud, right? It's 99.99% reliability. But again, for those extreme, extreme cases, a natural disaster, something happened, and you're not able to connect to the cloud, you know, with the local, that SRST-based router, you're able to actually still make and receive calls, right? Mm -hmm. It's important for certain certain segment of these customers. And then recently, very, very recently at Cisco Live, we also uh, GA'd another capability, which is enhanced survivability for dedicated instance. Uh, so now this is, you know, I've talked to customer like, yeah, okay, let's get it to the cloud. Uh, but yeah, I take it to DI, but what if, like still, you know, I, I mean, there might be cases, what if the cloud is down and it's a super, super critical call. You, I just yeah. cannot have it, right, to be, to be down. And That's again, cool. part of that is like, hey, we can actually now allow you to have that DI node directly, right, uh, in your premises, which you can, again, make it redundant, as redundant as you want. So even in those cases, when something does go down, right, like you got that, that cluster, that node, that can, that can fall back to if, if something happens, right, in the cloud and everything still continues to work. Right, so so that's like number one. I think is the reliability, the quality um, is the main thing. The second part, Sibran, you had called out. Yeah, we launched group call management. We have the contact center. This is another big area for us. So we are um, figuring. Uh, we are coming up with a plan and the strategy to start bringing our calling and contact center more and more together. And you'll start seeing a lot more around that uh, come up uh, in in the next uh, few months as we start uh, again. Cool. Yeah. Love this, love to yeah, discuss and, this. And then lastly is the expansion. I mean, detail. I think, I think yeah. uh, Elena and uh, I know Amber, you talked about, hey, you know, I got these certain countries and certain customers, I think the expansion part and how we uh, provide these capabilities, right? In that, that cloud um, to, to our customers across the world, right? It's, it's, it's important. 
right? And, and that includes including uh, mobility endpoints as well, right? Expanding all of our mobility portfolio. Thank you okay. so much. I think yeah, those are the main, I know, um, uh, we, we can definitely, I can talk more <laughs> on various different capabilities. <laughs> That's a question. So can, uh, we, can we ask you for a part two? Oh, absolutely. And, and we can cool. we can bring in, I mean, if some deeper experts as well on a particular area, if that'll be interesting, you know. Yeah, that's really yeah, good. That's that's good. Sounds really. great. I think everyone can agree that this is a very interesting topic and we definitely need a part two. Mm. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another great episode on the books. So our listeners, if you want to continue your learning on today's topic, you can check out the resources provided in the show notes below. And this is your weekly reminder. You can subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio on your favorite streaming platform and receive alerts on our latest releases. So wherever you're listening to us, make sure to click on that subscribe or follow button now. Thank you for listening in and see you again next time. Thank you